For Pacifica Radio, I'm Eileen Alfandari. Dutch health authorities say the Omicron variant of the coronavirus was already in the Netherlands when South Africa alerted the World Health Organization about it last week. The Netherlands Health Institute found it in samples dating from November 19th and 23rd. South Africa first reported the variant to the WHO on November 24th. It remains unclear where or when the variant first emerged, but that hasn't stopped wary nations from rushing to impose travel restrictions mainly on southern Africa. President Biden cited the emergence of the variant as he again urged people to get vaccinated and said his administration is preparing for the inevitable appearance of the variant in the U.S. Christopher Martinez reports. President Joe Biden gave a speech about the new variant from the White House. This variant is a cause for concern, not a cause for panic. The big questions about the variant now are how quickly it spreads, how severe an illness it causes, and whether it can evade immunity from vaccinations or earlier infections. Those questions will take a couple of weeks to answer. Biden says he's taking steps just in case. My team is already working with officials at Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson and Johnson to develop contingency plans for vaccines or boosters if needed. The Omicron variant was first discovered in South Africa last week, although that's probably not where it first emerged. It's since been found in several southern African countries, as well as Israel, Hong Kong, Canada, and several European countries. Some nations, including the U.S., have enacted travel bans, though those mainly target the South African countries and not others. I'm Christopher Martinez. Attorneys for former President Trump are trying to persuade a federal appeals court to stop Congress from receiving call logs, drafts of speeches, and other documents related to the January 6th Capitol insurrection. The U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit is also hearing arguments from lawyers for the House Select Committee investigating the insurrection who are seeking the records. Trump's attorneys are trying to overturn a lower federal judge's ruling, allowing the National Archives and Records Administration to turn over the records. That judge, Tanya Chudkin, rejected Trump's claims that he could exert executive privilege overriding President Biden. Her ruling noted in part, presidents are not kings and plaintiff is not president. Given the stakes of the case, either side is likely to appeal to the U.S. Supreme Court. Minnesota Democratic Congresswoman Ilhan Omar hung up on a phone call with right-wing Republican Lauren Boebert just days after Boebert compared Omar to a bomb-carrying terrorist. Omar said she ended the call after Boebert refused to issue a public apology. Omar said in a statement afterwards that, quote, I believe in engaging with those we disagree with respectfully, but not when that disagreement is rooted in outright bigotry and hate. Omar said she decided to end the unproductive call. Boebert accused Omar of engaging in cancel culture by hanging up on her. I never want anything I say to offend someone's religion. So I told her that. She kept asking for a public apology. So I told Ilhan Omar that she should make a public apology to the American people for her anti-American, anti-Semitic, anti-police rhetoric. Omar called on House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and Republican Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy to take appropriate action. She said anti-Muslim bigotry has no place in Congress and normalizing such bigotry not only endangers her life, but the lives of all Muslims.
Jury selection begins today in the trial of a suburban Minneapolis police officer who says she meant to use her taser instead of her gun when she killed African-American Dante Wright during a traffic stop. Former Brooklyn Center officer Kim Potter is charged with manslaughter. Potter says she made an innocent mistake when she shot Wright. Prosecutors charged Potter, who resigned two days after the shooting, with first and second degree manslaughter, saying she was an experienced officer who was trained to know better. The National Labor Relations Board has ordered a new union election for Amazon workers in Bessemer, Alabama, based on objections to the first vote that took place in April. Amazon spent about a year aggressively campaigning for warehouse workers in Bessemer to reject the union, which they ultimately did by a wide margin. The rare call for a do-over was first reported by the Retail, Wholesale, and Department Store Union, which spearheaded the organizing movement. In a 20-page decision, the regional director for the NLRB focused much attention on Amazon's installation of the U.S. Postal Service mailbox at the main employee entrance. The NLRB said by installing a postal mailbox at that entrance, Amazon essentially hijacked and gave a strong impression that it controlled the process. I'm Eileen Alfandari for Pacifica Radio.